The House of Roll journeys far and wide to bring you exceptional quality kitchen and bath fixtures. We've discovered the world's best craftsmen and techniques. Using materials native to the region and tools accustomed to individual craftsmen, we strive for perfection every step of the way. With all of this, you'll see the details of your own story. The story of a life well-crafted. This is the story Craft tells. Welcome to the House of Roll. Hello, hello, and welcome to the first edition of the Lone Gunman Podcast. You are currently listening to Rob Clark and the sweet dulcet tones of Florida Georgia Line. Now, this being the first episode um, of the Lone Gunman Podcast, let me explain a little bit of the, what I want it to be. I am a huge proponent and researcher into the JFK assassination, among other things. Um, it's interest, it, it, it has interested me for 25 years or so. Uh, I've read over 100 books, I've listened to countless things, seen countless videos, and you know, I grew up watching Scooby Doo, reading the Hardy Boys. You know, I've always been a fan of mysteries and, you know, that kind of genre and uh, solving mysteries. And I guess it somehow subconsciously shaped my views of, of life. And when I ran across the Kennedy assassination, because it happened way before I was born, um, it captured my attention immediately. And it's one of the greatest mysteries of all time. It was a crime that took place in broad daylight at high noon. Well, 12.30 actually, but, you know, high noon, right on the street in front of hundreds of people. And yet, we still don't know who the hell shot him. Or who was behind it. I mean, everybody has their theories and stuff like that, but no, no public outcry about it, no definite you know admissions well there's been admissions but <laughs> the credibility of them is, is what's questionable there um, it seems like every theory has some way to counter it with something else it's like everything you run into it's a dead end or it doesn't matter in the end or it's false testimony or it's intimidated witness testimony or it's altered testimony or you just don't know what's what you know they summed it up real good in the JFK movie when they said it's a mystery wrapped inside of a enigma or whatever the hell Joe Pesci said but that's what it is it's you know it's one of the most well crafted assassinations ever in the history of the world and they did it for a reason you know so they could get away with it and they have gotten away with it 
and they have been running the country for the past 50 years. You know, in case you haven't been paying attention, if you actually look at history a little bit, JFK was the last real president we ever had. You know, he was beholden to no one. He uh, he he didn't care who, who you know who who it was. He didn't he didn't bow to special interests. He wasn't worried about money. He you know I think he was truly worried about doing the right thing for America, and that is lost. It's gone. It is long gone. You know this this two parties bullshit system we have now is horrible. The presidents are puppets. They they have no real power. They they're told what to do. And if you don't believe that, then I don't know what to tell you. Then you are grandly disillusioned. You know, it's it's blatantly obvious. You know, these presidents are handpicked, they are groomed, and they are puppeteered. By who? That's the big question. Is it the banking cabal? Is it the military? I mean, what is it? And, you, you know, you can point to different things that you say, you know, well, this is definitely it. You know, they get away with murder. Well, they do. You know, the, the defense industry, if there's no war, they're not getting any money. Their budgets shrink, and they don't like that. They don't like it one bit. They want big money. They want big military contracts. They want big full-on-scale war is what they want. That's where they make their money. You know, these, these big aerospace, you know, companies, you know, that, you know, NASA's pretty much shit out of bricks right now. And, you know, it's been done with and it's pretty much done and shelved. I don't know what they're doing now. Um, but that's a story for another day this is when it comes to NASA. And, uh, you know, these big aerospace companies, they get their money from... Making rockets, making missiles, making guns, making ammunition, making vehicles, making airplanes, making jet fighters, making tanks, making you name it. Any anything, you know, have to do with you know, DARPA, the defense um advanced research projects, um drones. This is what they want their money for. This is you know, they get these big contracts. The people in charge of these companies are making big, big billions. I'm talking billions of dollars. You know, like places like Halliburton. They make billions of dollars. They go blow this shit up, tear it all, tear a country all to hell, and then they get paid to go in there and rebuild it. They're making money coming both ways, coming and going. Um, it, it's crazy. But that's what's happening. And it's all because JFK was assassinated on November 22nd, 1963. And they've been in charge ever since. You think Lyndon Johnson really did what the hell he wanted to do? No. He was told what to do. And Nixon was told what to do. He opened his big fat mouth and guess what? They assassinated him too. But it wasn't with a bullet. It was it was in the public eye. This is how they get rid of him. Okay, Gerald Ford comes next. Another puppet. And he was on the damn Warren Commission. Okay, he's a puppet. Puppet, puppet, puppet. Okay, Nixon lost to JFK in the 1960 election. He was the vice president under Eisenhower. You know, he just... These guys just wait their turn, you know. 
They said, all right, sit, sit tight, Richard, Tricky Dick, and uh, we'll get you in there, bud, okay? You know, we got some things to take care of first. You know, and Robert Kennedy was going to run after Johnson. Well, they had to take care of that problem. Because if he would have ran, he would have won, and that would have been that. You know, he would have continued JFK's legacy. Maybe. Maybe not. Who knows? But it would have been better than Lyndon Johnson or Richard Nixon. I can guarantee you that. And then you had Teddy next. I mean, they, they had a potential to have a Kennedy, Kennedy dynasty in the presidency for, let's see, 8, 16, 24 years straight. Maybe even longer than that because by then... You know, the kids would have been old enough to, you know, to start thinking about doing something. And that's why they had to kill JFK Jr. Because he was growing up. He was getting to the age where he was he was lining himself up to make a run. And I think he would have made a run. And I think he would have won. Um, he knew the truth that his dad was taken out. His uncle was taken out. And he was in a unique position to do something about it. And he had power. He had the money. He had the good looks, the charm, the charisma, the speaking ability. He had all that. He had it all. And they took him out too. So the Bushes. You know. George Bush Sr. is CIA. In case you didn't know. He was the head of the CIA from for maybe one or two years. I think it was 74, 75. But let me tell you, they don't name the headquarters of the CIA after, you know, a civilian person that was there for one or two years. No, they named that building after that man because he did great things. And, I'm not, and I don't mean he was behind the assassination of John Kennedy. I just mean he was doing his thing. Not only before he was president, but during his presidency and after and his, his son too he he was groomed i got information about him he was he was sent away and reconditioned after his college years his wild and crazy college years when he was snorting cocaine and uh banging dudes so yeah this is all you know this is from trusted sources but the point, of, the point of it is, these guys are hand-picked. Bill Clinton, hand-picked. Guess who? William Jefferson Clinton, okay? There's a, there's a good picture of him as a youth, probably 15 years old, shaking JFK's hand. Future president meets president. Okay? Now, fast forward a couple years. Hale Boggs. Rep representing from Louisiana also on the Warren Commission picked by Johnson to be on the Warren Commission or told to Johnson to pick him to be on the Warren Commission from Louisiana he did not agree with a lot of the Warren Commission findings and he was vocal about it and guess what he got on a plane one day to Alaska and, and his plane disappeared and they haven't even found it since now this has been 45 years ago they never found his plane. Him, his, his staff, family, gone. Bam. And guess who drove him to the airport that day? Yeah, you guessed it. A young assistant named William Jefferson Clinton. I'm telling you, it's, it's, 
it's crazy all, all these things that, that connect but getting back to the why I'm doing this is it just there's so many things that apply to this it's just fascinating to me to look into all this stuff and try to figure out the who the what the why the where the when you know and and the 20,000 aspects of this case is just it's just crazy I mean, you can concentrate in one area, in one area alone, or you can try to tackle the whole damn thing. And uh, that's what I'm going to attempt to do here, and as long as this podcast lasts, I guess, or until I get bored, or until I get taken out, one of the two. But that's what I want to do. You know, I'm, in, I'm active in probably 10, 10 JFK-oriented Facebook groups, and there's... A lot of brilliant minds on there. There's a lot of people on there. There's also a lot of assholes on there. And a lot of people that are entrenched in their little beliefs and they won't budge and they push agendas and they're, you know, running a psyop on everybody for God knows what reason. And uh, but there's a lot of good researchers on there. I've met a lot of good friends and a lot of good people. And you know they they they're dedicated. They've been doing this for years and. You know, a lot of people came from the forums because a lot of the JFK forums are really hoity-toity, you know, you know, down to the millisecond type shit where it's like, you know, you better not even come to the game if you don't bring your ball, buddy, because that's it. You know, if you, if you got, if you, you better know what the fuck you're talking about when you, when you roll up in a JFK forum, you know, on the internet, like the education forum or something, you better know what you're talking about. Or they will ridicule your ass out of there. Um, but that's why I've stayed away from the forums. I, you know, I can I can look and see in them, and some aren't as bad as the others. But you know, it is what it is. And with Facebook, you know, it's just a bigger, encompassing thing, and it's a lot easier to share pictures and share links and talk, and you can even talk privately to somebody um, instead of doing it all out in the open. Um, and that's what I'm getting at, you know, it's just, there's a big audience for this. Leno Sanic doesn't need to be the only one out there doing a JFK show. He does a great job, don't get me wrong. Um, his shows are very informative, but uh, I think he needs to switch it up a little bit more with his researchers. He's got Eugenie on there just a little too much. I'm tired of hearing about Bugliosi this and Bugliosi that and C399 and all this other horse shit on there. You know, but I like it, you know, I like it when he interviews, you know, different authors and, and, you know, they come on there and present their, their findings and their evidence and, and what they found out. It's very informative. It's very good. And, you know, he does very good in-depth interviews. I'm talking like an hour, hour and a half long. Um, this podcast is only going to be a half an hour long because that's all I got to do here. Um. So yeah, that that's that's the basis of it. Um, you know, I was tasked in high school to do a paper on a president. You know, everybody's given a different president, and I got JFK. So in researching the paper about JFK, you know, you run across the, well, he was assassinated, and you know, this lone nut Lee Harvey Oswald uh, shot him from. The, sixth floor the texas school book depository and you know you read the official you know textbook crap and 
Well, the more I dug, you know, I, I came across another book. And I was like, hmm, Jim Mars Crossfire. So I started reading that. And I was like, wow, holy shit, you have got to be kidding me. Like, my mind was blown, just blown. So after that, I read uh, Jim Garrison's book on the Trail of the Assassins, which after that, I was hooked. It's over. And then, of course, the JFK movie came out. You know, and I'm <clears throat> I'm in college, or getting ready to go to college, you know. And back then, there was no distractions like the internet and uh, TiVo and video games and all this other shit that's out now. But, you know, back then, I actually had time to do things. And you actually had to get your ass up and go to the library and hope your library had the book you're looking for. Or you had to go to another library. And then you had to find that book in that library. And then you had to sit down and you made notes. You know, you did shit the hard way. Now it's as easy as, oh, I'm going to Google this, Google that, and I can, bam, you got it right at your fingertips, which is great. You know, it beats the hell out of the old way, let me tell you. Um, but, where was I going with this? Um, oh, yeah, so, you know, after after the JFK movie came out, you know, it was like, wow, you know, this is really something. And, and you start reading books, and you're like, wow, you know, this guy has a really... A really good idea. He's got some evidence to back it up. He's got some good assertions, you know. And then you're like, okay, yeah, I think I think this guy's on it. Well, then you go read another book, and it totally contradicts everything you just read. And it, and his idea sounds better than the last guy you read. And you're like, well, shit, you know, well, what now? Well, okay, well, I'll go read another book. Then you read that book, and it's the same thing. It's like, wow, you know, this guy's looking at something, a totally different part of the case. And then, bam, you know, wow, awesome. You know, he found all this cool stuff out. And then, you know, you read another guy, and another guy, and another guy. And then finally you get to the point where you're just like, oh, my God, my head is full of shit. I don't know who wrote what. I don't know where I heard this. I don't know who wrote that. I don't know who's supposed to have done this or who's supposed to have done that. And this is like overload, which up until a couple years ago, that's the point I was at. I Finally, I had enough. I couldn't take it anymore. I was like, and as, as soon as the Internet came out, you know, people, you know, the ops come out of the woodwork. And a lot of disinformation was put out there, a lot of red herrings a lot of golden apples and whatever other thing you want to call them but it was a lot of false crap a lot of disinformation a lot of time wasting stuff and you finally get to the point you're just like all right you know screw this you know that's it and then i i even read case closed by gerald posner back after the jfk movie and i was like damn you know this guy brings up some good points, but then the more you read, the more you research, you're like, well, all his points are full of shit. You know, he doesn't take this into account. He doesn't, he doesn't talk about this. He doesn't, he doesn't have this evidence. You know, it's all based on false conclusions and, and, and false testimony or not, not the whole picture. He takes a piece of something, but not the whole thing, you know, and makes it sound good, but it really isn't good. And you're like, and I didn't realize that until, you know, a couple of years after when you start reading things. And you're like, man, 
this guy's full of shit. And so is Bugliosi, and so is, uh, so are all these other people. You know, these lone nut assholes, they, they're the ones that make the money from this, not us. Not the conspiracy theorists. They're the ones that, that get the big high-profile books. They're the ones that get all their specials on the History Channel. And they're the ones that control the museums. And they're the ones that have the memorabilia. They're the ones that are making the money off this. They're the ones that I think are paid to get onto forums and groups and everything and cause havoc and, and lead people down wrong paths and argue with conspiracy theorists about dumb shit so that we're not focused on the, the real thing. You know, for, I'll take a for instance, okay? Oswald in the doorway, okay? This idea has been bannered about for years and years and years and years and years and years and years. Even the Warren Commission was wondering who the hell is this guy in the doorway, okay? It goes back 50 years. And I, countless researchers along the way have, have, have posited, oh, that might be Lee Harvey Oswald standing in that doorway. Well, you know, time goes on, and uh, back then they weren't really working with the greatest of copies of, of, of that photo, especially re as it was reprinted in, in the, you know, the 26 volumes. And, you know, back then that, that photo... You know, it could be obtained, but it was, you know, a pretty lengthy process of, you know, writing the Associated Press and knowing exactly what the photo was and paying for it and and getting it shipped and all that stuff, which you can still do now um, to get the original. Um, but, you know, most people saved it from newspapers that were, it looked like shit in print, you know, the detail wasn't there, a little fuzzy. A little pixelated, you know, and then Robert Groden came along for the HSCA and he enhanced the blow up of the Alton 6 photograph and cleaned it up a little bit, you know, fine tuned a little bit of the details and made it as good a copy as it could possibly be. And there's no doubt that that is Billy Lovelady standing in the doorway. That photo shows no evidence at all of being alterated or changed, unlike the backyard photographs, which do. Uh, there's obvious insert marks, there's obvious cut marks. You can tell that it's somebody's face pasted on somebody's body. It's not rocket science. You know, back in 63, there was no Photoshop. They, it would have been done crudely, and it would have been done quickly. Alchins had that photo on the wire by 12.57, okay, which is 22 minutes after the president was shot. Okay, that, that photo was on the wire to the world. All right, he hauled ass back to his office, developed it, and got it on the wire by 12.57. As said, as well, interviewed by Richard Trask in the Pictures of the Pain back in the 70s. Now... You know, he's got no reason to lie. You know, he said what he said. He did what he did. It is what it is. That picture showed up in papers in special editions and evening editions on that day. 11-22-63. And there's no refuting it. And those copies look just like the copies we have now. There's no alteration. There's no white out. There's no scratch out. There's nobody missing shoulders. There's It's, it, it's all bullshit. And... and 
it all comes from this guy, Ralph and Kay, that Jim Fetzer unleashed on the world. He thinks he's the second coming of uh, Mark Lane. He, he, he thinks he's so brilliant. He doesn't know shit. He's not a photo analyst. He's a, he's a liar is what he is and a fraud. He's not a doctor. He's a piece of shit. He talks to people like shit. Calls me a Kennedy killer. <laughs> That's hilarious. I'm bathing in Kennedy's blood, he says. Because I disagree with him. You know, well, hey guy, don't call yourself a doctor when you're not a doctor. Okay? You were a chiropractor. You lost your license 20 years ago to, to be a chiropractor. Okay? You sit in your little white coat with your stethoscope and shit online selling uh, illegal... HGH and all this other shit online posing as a doctor. You ain't a doctor. You ain't a medical doctor. You never were a medical doctor. Okay? You're a fraud. You're a snake oil. You're a modern day snake oil salesman is what you are. Ralph K. But anyway, the point of it is shit like this is all over the place. And it's meant to be a distraction. And it distracted me for a while. For a whole year, I did 30 blog posts on this asshole. Just refuting all his stupid little points. Point by point by point by point. Arguing back and forth. Well, not not really. Because it, they're incapable of having a discussion. It's, this is the way it is. And if you, if you don't agree with me, then fuck you. Well, no. Fuck you, buddy. Because I'm going to fuck you up. Every time somebody Googles your shit, they're going to find my shit. And it's going to say... You know, it's going to refute everything you say. And I back my shit up with testimony, evidence, photographs, and everything else. All you have is, I don't, you don't have a shit. You have an idea is what you have. And that doesn't get you very far in, in, in this investigation. But, anyway, I'll call it there. Because I could go on for days about those assholes. But, um, so yeah, alright, the next, the next installment of the podcast, and I hope, uh, you know, a lot of you find it informative and entertaining and all that good stuff, um, we're gonna narrow, narrow things down a bit and start, uh, focusing on different aspects of the case, and, uh, we'll crank them down for a half an hour and, uh, figure out what we got, what we know, what we don't know, who's who, what's what, and, uh, we'll get it figured out together, people. In the meantime... Any questions you want me to address, um, please feel free to email me at conspiracycritic at gmail.com. And I'll be more than happy to answer your questions. And if you troll the shit out of me, I'm not going to answer your questions. Uh, you know, don't spam me, Ralph K and company. I get enough of that on my blog. Um, but yeah, any, any questions about concerning this podcast or anything JFK related, Oswald related, I I know a lot and if I don't know it, I know somebody that knows it. Okay? And you'll get the truth from me. I'm not entrenched. I'm not married to one theory. I'm I'm still looking into this and trying to figure it out just as much as everybody else. Cuz the more you know, the less you know in this case, really. That's how it goes. All right? Well, for now, that's it for this one. And I'll see you next time. All right? Keep checking back, and, uh, you know, I could do these once a week, once a day, two-a-days. Um, really, w whenever I get the inkling and uh, the time. So just please check back the website and uh, look for any new episodes. Download, listen, question. All right? Y'all have a great, great day. 
I hope it's a good one and uh, keep keep JFK keep JFK's memory alive and uh, keep his spirit alive and keep pounding for the truth. Rob Clark out. You do it right to save because you work too hard for your money not to. Lowe's is here to help with special Labor Day savings throughout the store. When you buy a DeWalt two-tool combo kit featuring a drill and impact driver, you get a DeWalt bear tool for free. Choose from a reciprocating or circular saw, angle grinder, or 20-volt battery. And update your appliances and get up to 40% off select appliance special values. This Labor Day, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Tool offer valid through 828. Appliance offer valid through 911 US only. The House of Roll journeys far and wide to bring you exceptional quality kitchen and bath fixtures. We've discovered the world's best craftsmen and techniques. Using materials native to the region and tools accustomed to individual craftsmen, we strive for perfection every step of the way. With all of this, you'll see the details of your own story. The story of a life well-crafted. This is the story Craft Tells. Welcome to the House of Roll.